Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of Female Empowered. I am your host, Krista Gurka. I am so, 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 so happy that you are here. I'm trying my mic in a new location today. So let's see if that actually makes the volume or the audio any different. If you think so, shoot me a DM and let me know. Um, Today, we're going to be chatting about what's required of you as a business owner to move from service provider to leader, which if you're going to be growing your company um, or your business, even a little bit, may be a requirement for you. All right. So basically, like I said, what we're going to be chatting about today is what's required of you to move from service provider to leader, right? Which basically means managing people, um, empowering and inspiring others on your team. You know, I think a lot of people, I'm including myself in this for sure. You just think like that's part of the job as being an owner, but it's an entirely different skill set to manage people than it is to provide the service. You know, I can teach a Pilates class or treat a patient pretty much with my eyes closed. It's like riding a bike for me. It's so ingrained in who I am and what I do and the way that I work, that it comes second nature to me. Leading people is an entirely, entirely different set of skills. And to be honest, most entrepreneurs don't make great leaders. Now, this is a generalization. But most entrepreneurs don't make because we're like the founders, especially if entrepreneurs were the founders of their company is because we are this like, it's kind of like this founder's paradox where we sit in this like grit, hustle kind of mindset because we're, we're the type of people that can get it done. We see the possibility and we always keep moving. And that doesn't always make for great leaders and managers. All right, because they have to have other people, you know, in mind, there's other people involved and being a bull in a China shop is really not a great strategy for being a great manager, at least in my opinion. Um, So, and again, this is my podcast, so I get to share my opinion. Um, On the podcast a while ago, or if you're following me live on Instagram or Facebook, we just chatted about what's required of you to level up to surpass $300,000 in revenue in your business. This is another one of those milestones that I think is really important, moving from service provider to leader, all right? Because like I said, if you don't kind of become the person you need to become or learn the skill sets, or at least recognize that this is not in your skill set and you need to hire out for this, you're just going to continue to butt your head against the wall and basically form a huge bruise on your forehead, which ain't really attractive. So 
good leaders, well, not good, effective leaders must really understand how to develop leadership skills, not only in yourself, but how do you develop leadership skills in your employees? You should understand that developing your employees is now one of the most important roles you have in your company now. All right. Once you become a leader and a manager, it's developing the people that are around you that it should be one of your top focuses. All right. Long time GE General Electric CEO, Jack Welch, super. There's a lot out there about him. If you've never heard of him, look him up. If you've read, there's been a lot of different um, stories out there about him, but he's known as like one of the four founders forefathers of like CEO um, management, all this kind of stuff. And he said, before you become a leader, when you're that service provider, success is all about growing yourself, right? After you become a leader, success is about growing others. So when we're starting our business, we're honing our skills as like the practitioner. How can we get better at doing the classes? How can we structure the programming better? How can we create a product that is something people want to come back for. When you become a leader, all of that focus should be on how do you develop your leaders now? How do you develop leaders internally within your organization? It has been the most difficult level up for myself in the 14 years of business. And one of the reasons I think I kind of hit this stalemate or plateau was because I sat in this for a long time without really recognizing that what needed to change was myself. I needed to level up into a different person and acquire these new skills in order to be the kind of leader that my company needed. All right. So that's basically what we're going to talk about today. We call this point in our business sometimes hitting the ceiling. That's from the book Traction. Um, hitting the ceiling means that you're like, you're at the top of where you can go and something is stifling your growth. What I like about ceiling is that you can see the possibilities ahead of you, especially if it's a glass ceiling, um, but you're just like stuck there for some reason you can't push through. And it's usually because you as a business owner sometimes have to level up into this other person. All right. Um, it's kind of like, have you ever had a plant? I mean, I'm not a horticulturist. I kill foliage for breakfast basically, but have you ever had a plant that someone gives you? This happened to us actually, someone gave us a lucky bamboo. Bamboo is supposed to be lucky when someone gifts it to you. When they gifted it to us, gifted it to me when I first opened Pilates in the Grove back in 2010, it was this tiny little bamboo, probably like four or five inches tall and it sat on my desk. Well, little by little, the bamboo started to grow. I mean, if you've ever seen pictures of my studio, probably we eventually had to get rid of the bamboo, but it grew to, I have 12 foot ceilings. It grew to 12 feet. All right. So it was amazing, but there was a period of time where like, I didn't really, again, I'm not a horticulturist. I didn't really realize I had to take it out of the pot. So it was dying. I was killing itself. It was killing itself because the, the roots had nowhere to go. So it's the same thing in business. If you don't take that, that lucky bamboo out of its pot and repot it, it's just going to continue to die. So sometimes when you hit the ceiling, you have to, there's that term like let go or be dragged. You have to let go of the vine and figure out what you need to do to level up into a leader. And these are the leadership abilities. I talk about five. Again, this is also from traction. Um, 
five leadership abilities that when you find yourself hitting the ceiling, you have to kind of decide which of these disciplines do you need to improve to become a better leader, right? So your growth as a company, as an individual is directly proportional to your personal and professional development. I'll say that again. Your company's growth is directly proportional to your own personal and professional development and your ability to live in the uncomfortable. So are you able to simplify how well can you simplify? So as an entity grows, so does the amount of information, details, and units, and people talking to you. Um, I did this kind of diagram for my team one time when they were, when again, I was becoming the bottleneck and everything was going through me. And at the time, I think we had 17 employees. If each one of those people came to me with something once a week, 17 touch points directly to me, then me solving the problem and having to do 17 touch points out to the rubric was like basically chaos. Okay. So again, how can we make things more simple, right? There's a difference between working hard and making it hard. So what we need to do, we can work hard, but we should be making things simple. Can you simplify the messages, the processes, the structure, the vision, and all the communication? Is it as simple as possible? That KISS method, keep it stupid simple, very specific. So how well do you simplify tasks that needs to be done? Or are you making, creating work for the sake of creating work and making it harder than it needs to be? How well do you delegate? All right, how well do you, Elevate people on your team and delegate to them. This is where we really need to get really, really, really good as a business owner, elevating people on our team and delegating to them. All right. You only have 100% of your working time. And if it takes 120% to do the job well, you must delegate that 20%. As CEOs, Okay, we should be spending 80% of the time on the 20% of tasks that are going to drive the revenue in our business. So the people that you delegate to should be the right people. They should have the capacity to do it, right? And we need, this is where we need to learn to let go of the vine. Let go and be dragged. It's fine if it's not perfect. It's fine if they don't do it exactly like you, but you need to learn to delegate, Okay. Your ability to predict, how well are you at predicting? This is short-term predicting and long-term predicting, okay? How can you make sure that your team follows your processes? Because just because you create processes, if no one is following them, then they're really not working, all right? Processes run your business, people run the processes. I hope that made sense. All right. So how well are you able to systematize? I'm sorry if you hear this ripping in the background, but that's my dog who decided to bring in a huge palm frond into the house and now he's eating it. Um, so how well are you able to systematize, right? Document the 20% that gets you 80% of the results and simplify those processes. 
And then lastly, what is your ability to structure? You must take a big step back, rise above the organization and see the big picture. You cannot be in the system while at the same time trying to understand the system. Does that make sense? You can't be in the system if at the same time you're trying to understand the system. So this means you got to get the right people on your team and you got to get them sitting in the right seats. Get the right people on your team, get the right people sitting in the right seats, doing the right tasks, being accountable for the right portion of the process. All right. So again, leveling up from service provider to leader, these five leadership abilities are what I usually look for. This is how I help other business owners decide and really hone in on their leadership skills. Are you able to simplify? Are you making it harder than it needs to be? A lot of times, yes. Okay. Are you able to elevate people on your team and delegate to them? Start slow. We talked about this, I believe, in a previous podcast or a previous live about how you can start delegating tasks, your ability to predict the future, right? You need to be able to predict short term and long term. All right. So that you can prioritize initiatives that are going to really move the needle in your business, your ability to systematize, you have to create processes specifically around the majority of things that run your business. Okay, create systems and processes for 20% of the tasks that create 80% of the revenue in your business. And then test them and retest them and make sure people are following them. Because like I said, if you have these systems and processes, but people aren't doing it, then it doesn't make a difference. All right. Your ability to structure. You need to step back. Take a 30,000 foot view. Look at the company from all angles and decide how can you simplify more? What can you eliminate? What can you delete? What can you delegate? And finally, this is not one of the five things, but really look internally to you, to yourself, who you are as a person. What are your strengths? Are you more of an executor or are you more of a strategist? Are you more of a people person or are you more of a loner? Like not all of us are meant to be good leaders, right? But if that is, so if that's not you, that's fine. Hire for that role, hire for that strength. People have to have good communication skills and beyond good communication skills, you have to have good listening skills. We have to listen more than we speak when we step into that role as leader. All right, people, that's all I got for you today. I will say, like with everything, stepping into the role of leader has been a huge, huge level up for me in my business. Um, but I will tell you, the person I had to become to be a better leader for my team also allowed me to be a better person in general, learn to be less reactive learn to listen more than I speak. And if anyone knows me personally, you know, that's hard, hard for me. I don't like the silence. I like to be a problem solver. So I'm always speaking, but listen more than you speak. Learn not to take things personally. It's not about you. It's not about me. All right. And create a culture 
that has high level of trust because trust boosts innovation and efficiency and positivity and productivity. So are you ready to step into role of leader and move out of the role of service provider? If you think this is something you're interested in learning how to do, I invite you to apply for the inner circle. Our inner circle registration, I'm not sure when the time of this recording is gonna come out, but registration should be opening soon. We currently have registration open for our FitBiz Foundations program. But if you are a female business owner, thank you, Elise, Elias. I can't read, my phone's really far away from me, so I can't read that far away. Um, thank you, thank you. I will continue to put out great content. If you are a female business owner in boutique fitness or boutique wellness, physical therapy, massage therapy, and you are ready to grow your business to and through $350,000 in revenue while cutting your customer client facing hours in half, I invite you to join or at least apply to our inner circle. We go over things like leveling up into a leader how to systematize, how to create those processes for your business so you're not reinventing the wheel. If you're interested, DM me on Instagram at Krista Gurka, or you can go to our website, kristagurka.com, look at our work with me page and fill out an application there where it says our inner circle mentorship. All right, I'm not going to take up any more of your time. You can go visit the website. I encourage you to do so, kristagurka.com or DM me over on Instagram or on Facebook. I'm at Facebook at Krista Gurka. And until next time, my friends, bye for now, y'all. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com or follow me on Instagram at kristagurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. See y'all next time.